if you like adventuring with your dog, then you are like me and you're always looking for that perfect adventure gear. Well, today on the show, we have Jim Sizzle. He is the inventor of the adventure harness and he has his own company called Embark Pets. So welcome Jim to the show. Hi, Jim. Welcome. Hi, Bigat. How are you? Doing great. Welcome to People with Passion for Pets. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we're so excited to have you on the show. And in fact, uh, we just recently got your Embark Adventure Harness for our dog Apollo. And uh, I really enjoy it a lot. It's a very great product. So I thought I'd have you on the show and have uh, you talk a little bit about your company and how your products come to be. Great. Well, thanks. Thanks for the kind words. That's that's our very first product, the Adventure Harness. It's my baby. It's it's the original. It's the original product that we developed, and it's still our most popular. So I'm I'm really happy to hear you liked it, and more importantly, that Apollo liked it. Do you make? I like to say adventure gear for dogs. Is that kind of how you see yourself? Yeah. We we well, we see ourselves as the Patagonia of dog gear. Uh, we always felt that the same type of person that what might wear a North Face jacket or a Patagonia jacket would also come in and want an Embark Pets product. So we've, we, we, we saw that there was plenty of dog products on the market. If you go to your local pet store, most of it's quite basic um, and quite cheap, if I'm honest. So we thought there was some room for a product that was made out of better materials that had a little bit more thought put into it. And then that wasn't quite as expensive as some of the dog harnesses on there. They're going to cost you nearly $50. So we thought we could make something that was really good. And, you know, we really wanted to speak to people like us, people who like to go hiking on the weekends and who want to go to the beach and their dogs are a little bit cheeky. So they'll jump into the creek, you know, when they're not expecting it. We wanted something to last for, for all of those sort of occasions. Can you kind of talk a little bit about how you started the company? Yeah, sure. Um, my dog, Dexter, who's a Rhodesian Ridgeback, really deep-chested, big dog. I mean, they're bred to be lion hunters. You know, so you can imagine he was, he was, a, he was a big boy. And uh, I forget the brand that I bought, but it was something at a local pet shop. And it, it, was, it was cutting into him, what you call it, the webbing straps that went around his chest. When we'd walk, he'd kind of have like rashes or red marks. Um, so I didn't like that. So I bought something else. And then that broke. So I bought something else. And I just never, never really felt comfortable what I was buying. And finally, I bought it from another brand called Roughwear, who makes um, really good dog gear, honestly, really great products. But they, they charged me $45 to buy a dog harness. And, you know, he would, he, would go, he would go hiking with us. He'd jump in the lake. He'd go to the beach. He'd get sand in it. Inevitably, he'd get super dirty. You know, uh, we weren't able to clean it. So we'd buy a new harness every four or five months. We, uh, we just always struggled with nothing. Oh, well, there's got to be something. You know, there's got to be something that uses really good materials that's well-made, that looks nice. And doesn't cost an arm and a leg. And that's where we, we came up with the idea. So we developed the adventure harness. It took us about nine months. We looked at every product on the market. Um, some products didn't have handles. Some had handles. Some handles were vertical. Some were horizontal. Um, some were made out of uh, well-constructed, but made out of this really cheap kind of gross feeling material on the top. And so we, we just looked at every single part of the harness. We opened it up. Um, and we, we eventually came to the adventure harness after you know, about 500 different iterations of samples. I think our factory was ready to kill us by the time we, we finally launched the product and, and said we were happy. So that, that's how we started. And you know, ever since, we've just taken a similar approach. So we've, we haven't launched a lot of products. We don't, we don't ever want to be huge, but 
um, we want to offer enough you know, variety for our current customers to keep coming back. Yeah, you know, one of the things that I like about using a harness um, on hikes, now we are dog trainers and we do all kinds of different things. And we, we oftentimes will use a collar on our dogs uh, over a harness. But what I like about the harness is when we're out hiking, especially here in Arizona, there's a lot of steep trails where we're, where we're jumping up or down large yep. boulders. And if you have your dog on a collar, then, you know, yeah. inadvertently, even though my dogs don't pull on the leash as they're jumping down they they just sort of hit the end of the leash or they're jumping up something. Yep. And, and so that's the beautiful thing about the adventure harness. And then you, you mentioned the handle earlier and I find, you know, um, my dogs are kind of smaller dogs, so they, they yeah. don't have, you know, the, the capacity to jump up a lot of the big yeah. boulders. So I, I'm able to kind of help with that, you know, back handle a little bit. So that's really great. Yeah, it's true. I guess if, if you have a, if you have a massive dog that you're certainly not going to be able to pick them up with the handle we have, and it's, it's probably more of a just holding, holding the dog in a traffic light or, um, you know, if they're, if, if there's another dog around, you kind of want to keep your distance. The handles, the handles helpful, but yeah, for smaller dogs, you can actually help them get into the car or so help them, help them get up a boulder or something like that. Um, yeah. I, don't, I don't think we envisioned all the different things that would be used for when, when we put the handle on it, we wanted it more to help control your dog in a situation where you wanted your dog sitting and not moving. Um, we, we, we actually didn't think of it. And we, the amount of emails we got of people saying like, Oh, great. I use the handle for this, this, and this, or, my mom's dog actually fell into, um, it, was, it was a river and it couldn't get out because there was a big cement, not, not a dam, but something kind of blocking her ability to get in and the dog to get out. And she was able to use the handle and yank the dog up. So, I mean, yeah, um, we, we like it for all sorts of, all sorts of purposes. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, just like you're saying, I mean, whenever possible, I love my dogs to be off leash when we go hiking and and Uh, we're fortunate enough that there's lots of open desert here that we can do that. Um, But, you know, then there's usually like somebody comes with a horse or a motorcycle. And so if I can call my dogs and rather than clipping the leash on and then waiting, if you just have that handle, you can just hold on to your dog until that person has passed. Uh, That makes it really convenient as well. Yeah, and it's a funny thing that the dogs, the, the, the harness almost becomes a part of them in a way. So when you hold the handle, they I, at least, you know, the dogs that I've had with with the harness on, they tend to relax. You know, they, they kind of know at least, you know, they're, they're, they figure it out quite quickly that you want them to stay. And I, I haven't experienced too much pulling once I'm holding the harness. Yeah, and, and I do want to kind of go back. You mentioned earlier, and I think you are so right at that. Um, you know, whether or not you're purchasing a no-pull harness or any other uh, device that that advertises to reduce or, um, you know, eliminate pulling in a dog, those are all just tools. And it, it is the owner and you have to teach that skill to a dog. And it's not, you cannot purchase any device uh, on the market, slap it on the dog and hope that your dog isn't going to pull anymore. It's always going to be a training effort. But, um, you know, we're on our channel, we love to uh, make little videos and show people how to use those tools to actually get the behaviors that they're looking for from their dogs. Um, it's, we, we always say it doesn't, um, a lot of people make claims saying, you know, your dog will never pull again, or you, know, you just put the harness on and it works. It, it, what it does is it allows you to teach your dog a little bit easier. Um, you can control your dog a little bit better and hopefully the harness makes them a little bit more comfortable. And if they do pull, which some dogs are inevitably going to, it doesn't choke them. It doesn't strangle them, especially for smaller dogs. You know, a big dog like Rhodesia Ridgeback, if they have a collar on, they can they can pull quite hard without hurting themselves. But 
you know, your smaller dogs, when, when they pull quite hard on the, the, the collar, can hurt their trachea and damage it, actually. So the, the harness spreads out the pulling force. So that's another nice benefit. But Yeah, absolutely. Now, you, uh, you spoke a little bit about um, how you first got started. Now, is it just you that came up with the idea? Was there a group no, of it was people? Me, me and two of my best friends. Um, oh, okay. How fun. And they, they had a, a boxer named Cass, who is our original model and uh, one, of, one of our many um, test dummies. <laughs> she, we, we'd put it on her. She was massive. She was a boxer. She, she, she ended up fitting into a large size. I mean, she was absolutely massive. And they, they just kind of thought the same thing. Um, they, they have a much better eye for design than me. So I was much more the utilitarian, functional um, founder of the company where I wanted this feature and this feature and I wanted it to have a certain amount of pulling strength um whereas whereas they're they're married to each other so I, I refer to to Darren and Aurora as they but they um they have a much better and a much keener eye for design so they spent a lot of time going around the, the colors the, the overall shape of the of the harness the material is in the, in the way it it looked versus the functionality of it. So we, we kind of made the dream team when, when designing the products. But if, if you like the way they look, then uh, I don't get any credit. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, so talk a little bit about what was important to you. I know that you uh, use quality products. You have uh, really great stitching on the product. What were some of the other things that you were looking for? Yeah, um, it's a really good question. So uh, touching back to that design point, we, we did want it to look good. Um, that's half the reason you buy a product and put it on your dog, right? I mean, you know, anyone, anyone, you could make a leash out of, out of materials in your, in your backyard if you wanted to, I'm sure. So we wanted it to look sharp and we wanted to have a consistent look. So all of our products have a bit of a, a smoky gray feature around the outside. And the other thing is we, we didn't, we wanted something that was strong that you could trust. So if, if you put it on your dog, you could trust that it was going to hold up. So what we did is we just internally, we put a quite a bit of work into making sure it was, you know, at the, at the very least about 30% stronger than the national standard, the national average. There's all sorts of, I think PetSmart puts out kind of their recommendations for pulling strength. So usually we, we try to double it when possible, but for, for, for larger dogs, it's impossible to double it. Um, so we, we wanted something that was much stronger than the typical product on the market. And then the other thing is we wanted to make sure it had some reflective elements, you know, that there was, bits and pieces that could be seen by headlights. That's important if your dog does get off leash. Uh, the other element we really wanted was the handle. That was important to us. That was a lot more difficult to fit into the product than you'd think. Um, so we had to stitch it around the internal components, which are quite robust. One, one of the things that I like about it is the padding. It is really softly padded, but the, the breastplate is sort of narrow. And that's one of the things that I find you talked earlier and said originally when you purchased harnesses for your dogs, um, they would, you know, kind of shave on the dog and, and kind of rub on them. And that's one of the things that I find with your design, because that breastplate is a little bit more narrow. Um, it, it gives the dog a lot more room of the, for the legs, the front legs legs to move. And I think that's really important. It is. So there's, there's a couple things. There's a big company in, in Europe called Julius Canine. I think, I think they're started doing, doing quite a bit in, in the States. And we, we, although like their product is, is very, uh, very popular. It, that design can kind of cause the dog to lose freedom of movement in our opinion. You know, the, the front 
from moving freely, that's too much. But at the same time, there's other harnesses where on the, on the chest, it's all, all the webbing and no padding. And the problem with that is it will kind of cut into the, to the shoulders. Now, it, it, there's no guarantee when you buy our products that it, it's going to fit perfectly. So, you know, every once in a while you do get it where the dog's dimensions, they're just too broad in the chest or too narrow in the chest, and it, it can cause a tiny bit of rubbing. So in that case, we, we just, we ask people to send it back and we'll, we'll find a design that works for you. But we wanted to find a design that for almost any dog, it would allow freedom of movement and wouldn't cause chafing and rubbing. So that, that was the goal. Hey guys, just real quick. If you enjoy our content, please give us a thumbs up and share it with your friends and family. And please subscribe to our podcast. Okay, let's get back to the interview. So you're not just making harnesses, though. You do have different types of harnesses, different fun colors, as you spoke to, but uh, you do make a, a few other products. Can you talk about those a little bit? Yeah, sure. Um, we, make, we make something called the uh, Urban Collar, just fun, unique designs. We're constantly sketching stuff up and trying to come up with different patterns. We have a lot of um, what you call almost like tribal looking sort of designs that um, are taken from inspirations around the world. So we, we constantly get people sending us different patterns. Our Instagram page will hold competitions and posts and stuff like that where, where people get to chime in on what design they want. We've even had people send us in design ideas that we've, we've, we've used as inspiration. So we, we have the urban, urban collar, urban leash. Um, of course, you know, with, 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 with dog gear, you want, uh, a collar leash combo you want something that looks good together so um we, we typically whenever we make a leash we'll make a collar or vice versa and even the harnesses too we, we usually make accessories so you know we, we'll make a leash that matches or a collar that matches and we try to think about how they integrate with each other and you know for if, if you have a harness and a leash on at the same time which some people do um you don't want a, a collar that's too bulky so we, we try to make you know a little bit more um narrow fit collar something that can work well with the harness so yeah, we, we have all sorts. Um, and we have a lot of new ideas in the pipeline that we're excited about as well. Great. Anything you can tell us about new stuff coming up or well, yeah, it's, it's still it's, secret? It, no, it's, it's, it's not totally secret. We, we want to really build into the whole idea that we, we, live, we live in a world with a lot of different cultures and a lot of different, different people. So we're looking at some, some products to be made in Africa, South America, Europe, and Asia that have designs that are very unique to certain cultures within those different continents and also each each collar will be made in those continents so it'll be made sourced um in africa south america and north america too i think we're 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 looking and speaking to um a couple different places in in mexico and also some um some places in america too that will be inspired by the local region so um we haven't quite figured out what we're going to call the range but it's, it's meant to be all-encompassing, quite global, and unique to all sorts of different heritages. heritages. So we, we, we really like the idea. Some we're passionate about. Yeah, just, just the idea that you, you, could, you could buy a collar and you, you see it and you know that's, that's a pattern that's from Africa. You know, the minute you see it or you see that and you say, well, that, that's cool. That looks like something you'd see when you're hiking up to Machu Picchu. Yeah, and that, that, sort of, that sort of idea. And we, we're really excited about it. What a cool idea. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing those. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's taken us a while, so hopefully, hopefully, it's something we can we can have by the end of the year. <laughs> so I I have a suggestion for you. But you, somebody in your company, had asked us to make a video on that no pull the two leash attachment. 
Yeah. But I noticed that you don't sell leashes that have two attachments. And I only use my German leashes on the dog. So I have those clips on both sides. So that works oh. perfectly. So I was thinking you guys need to come up with a with a two leash attachment. <laughs> You're right. And it, it needs it needs to match the adventure harness or it needs to match the urban harness or whatever accompanying uh, harness your person. You're right. Um, that is something we also want to have. I don't know why we didn't do it. Uh, call it a uh, call it a user error. <laughs> <laughs> well, and one of the things that I mentioned in my video um, is that you can just use a carabiner, and if you have a regular yeah. leash where you got the little loop on the end, just put a carabiner there. Use that as your second uh, leash attachment. But uh, I think one one of the I I always when I always use it I I always use two different leashes, which doesn't make any sense. Um, yeah, that's a that's a really good idea. Um, is it, mm -hmm. It is probably the one thing we haven't done that we keep saying we want to do. And I think the reason we haven't done it is we've always looked for something quite unique. Um, and we haven't, we haven't quite found how to do that. And we, we probably need to stop thinking about that and just make something that functionally goes with our own products. And maybe that's the uniqueness that it matches the color patterns. You, you've got, you've got, you've got me going now. I'm going to have to. Um... <laughs> now I'm going to get one when you make one. <laughs> okay. No. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll, you'll, you'll be our product tester. So we, we did try to do that for, for every product we have, we have certain people we go to. Um, and it's usually people who will be dead honest with us. That, that's what we found. Some, some yeah. people were always too nice. And uh, we found that if, 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 when we ask people, if they always say it's great, we stop asking them. <laughs> we, <laughs> We want, yeah. we want people, the, the best, the best product testers that we have are the people who don't like the first one we send them. Not always. Yeah. I mean, some, sometimes it's a, it's a product and we got it right and they, they let us know. Um, but yeah. So yeah, I, I, I will send you, um, we, mm -hmm. we have a pretty good, we have a pretty good sampling process and how we can, we can be pretty quick to market. Um, mm -hmm. But anyway, that was my, my idea of it. <laughs> well, tell, tell us a little bit about your dogs though. Okay. Well, I mean, where do I start? My, the, the dogs that I currently have or the that my dog. Whatever you, yeah, maybe, my maybe dog, start with the dog that uh, got my, it all started. My, 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 my old dog Dexter is a Rhodesian Ridgeback and he, he is still to this day. I don't care what anyone says the best dog that has ever lived. <laughs> he was incredible as a Rhodesian Ridgeback, um, big, strong boy. Uh, loved to go outside, um, really loved to be at the beach and go hiking and do all sorts. The, be the beach was our home though that's where we spent a lot of our time. And, uh, yeah, if, if I could have, if I could have named the company, um, uh, De Dexter pets, I would have, um, it was, a um, yeah, a very, very special bond we had. And so every, every time I make a, a dog harness or leash or collar, anything that would be weight bearing, I, I try to think of him and you know, what, what, what he would like, um, and what would have fit him properly and what would have uh, been comfortable for him to wear and safe for him to put on. So yeah, that, that he was inspiration. Uh, my current dog is uh, little Alfie, who's a cockapoo, um, and he's awesome. Uh, we and he's he's actually helped us a lot design products for smaller dogs. I think when we first started, we were quite guilty of having a bias in our design towards larger dogs, and so our small sizes wouldn't fit small dogs as well as they should. And so yeah, we learned from our customers, but we also learned from Alfie. So he 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 is our he is now our test dummy for uh, for all the products that we have and uh, yeah so if it doesn't fit him then it's probably not going to fit a lot of dogs in his in his size range so he, he's he's good it, it's it helps to have the bias reversed a little bit towards towards smaller dogs. 
Yeah, and a little bit of feedback. So I originally had uh, ordered your adventure harness for my little dog, uh, Heidi. She's a 10-pound Jack Russell Terrier. And right. unfortunately, I could not adjust it small enough for her. Do you don't have an extra small? No. We Okay, so it's, it's, it's a great question. Um, the reason we don't have an extra small is our design and the T function at the front, it tended to make it, we had to reduce it so far down to fit an extra small that it um, it was too much webbing at the bottom and we just, we couldn't get it right. So we keep going back to an extra small design and we keep getting feedback from people that it's just, the harness too much, has too much material. Yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, I, I totally understand that because even on Apollo, I can see, you know, if it was any smaller than he is, it would, it would almost be too much here, bulk with the, with the webbing, yes. Yeah, we, 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 try, we try to say, and I, we, perhaps we need to find a better way to communicate to people. We, we want to try it with your dogs. We'll, we'll refund you. You know what I mean? Like, we, we will. We won't hassle people about getting their money back. Try it. Um, but it typically won't fit dogs under about eight pounds. I'm, I'm surprised it didn't fit. Surprised it didn't fit yours, but um, I'd, I'd, well, she's she's pretty she's she's very slim, right? So she is a mm-hmm. little bit taller, but she's super slim, and I think that yeah. was the that what was the challenge. Well, we we've got to do better. So send send send, send me a picture if you have it, and uh, I'll, I'll have a look. It, the, the other the other type of dogs we struggle with, um, and we we thought we had it right for a bit was is the whippet, or dogs that have like broader chests and really small necks. Because you get you get it's just difficult with the material like to get both sizes right. We we have some products that don't have the padding. Um, we have an Illuminate product, which is not meant to be an everyday sort of use all the time, but it's meant to put out at night. It's totally reflective. Oh, cool! And we, we think we've got the the size of those those all right. There's no material, so th- those are cool. And the, but they're not they're not your your harness that you're going to wear for hundreds and hundreds of hours, like the adventure harness, you know. Um, but it is specific to, Hey, you're taking a quick walk at nighttime with your dog and you just want to make sure they're seen. And that's the real function of that product. Uh, but yeah, um, we, we can, we can do better on the size and we're always trying to fix it. We're always making, we try to make marginal, marginal changes to our size. And one of the, one of the changes we're actually doing to the adventure harness on the small size is we're going about an inch smaller on the smallest neck and which means we have an inch less on the largest size of the neck, but we think it'll actually improve the amount of dogs that it fits. And it'll allow people to just get a medium if, if the small doesn't, doesn't you know, meet the criteria of how big it is. Well, that's, that's great. Well, thank you so much again for uh, coming on the show. Uh, I think you do have a great product and I'm looking forward to seeing maybe some of your new products in the future. Awesome. Thank you so much. And um, I really enjoyed that. It was fun looking back and uh, yeah, just thinking about the journey and some of the questions you're asking me, you know, it was eight years ago that we designed these products or something like that, you know, seven years ago. And it feels like it was yesterday. So I I hadn't thought about it in a long time, but it it, it all came right back up. (laughs) That's awesome. Thank you for joining us today on People with Passion for Pets. We're Jim and B. Walker. And we share the adventure of life with our dog, Apollo and Heidi. For more adventure videos, check out our YouTube channel, Modern Canine Vlog, or visit our website, www.mcs.dog. And until next time, keep your paws on the road.